What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Oh, we're live. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Um, so Roy and I are here today to talk about a few a few topics. That, two of the topics you guys saw, which is Uber Teen and transparency. I'll get to that in here in a second. But um, we have about an hour because it uh, it's it's two o'clock here, but at three um, at three thirty, we have to be checked in by three fifteen. I am hoping my son's cast comes off. It's a big deal. I don't want to keep. I don't want a new one on there for three weeks. I can't take any more. And there's no. I see Brandon just said no crackling sounds. Yes, there. We already tested. Yeah, we so already tested. Come on, it's man. all good. There's no crackling. Yes. <laughs> Professionalism at its best. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, happy. Uh, by the way, before we even get started, happy belated birthday, Roy. Uh, my birthday is two days from now, so the 29th. I thought it was June second or June first. No, no, no. Oh, well, then 29th. happy upcoming birthday! In yes. two days, Roy and I will be one hundred and two years old. Yep, exactly. That's a lot of wisdom, people. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that, but but anyway, thank you, Roy, for coming on, and uh, always, know. always enjoy doing these, man. Always enjoy having you on. They're always fun. They're always yeah. fun. So before we jump in, though, I wanted to tell you guys, I saw a thing that I think everybody should be aware of because there's a company on that sells on Amazon right now that is being sued big money by Uber, Lyft, and by Amazon, who let them put it up there about rogue rideshare signs. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because if you go to Etsy and other things like that, I know like um, Beacon, like Nick, um, and myself even, I've picked up lights that were Uber lights and whatnot from Etsy because I was a, I mean, I have, I'm, I'm on Uber. I'm an Uber driver. So I've just picked up other lights because it helps to identify the cars. But now if it's not Uber or Lyft, they're suing you. So if you have stuff up on Etsy or something, or if you're, if you're an artist like that and you do things like that, take that crap down right now because they're going, they're actually going after people creating any kind of unique, even if you, are doing it for hoping that rideshare drivers are taking it because of all the violence. I just think they're 10 years too late on this. I, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's they should have, that just goes back to the whole safety issue. You know, people see just putting these lift signs in there and then, you know, trying to hit it like a gypsy cab. Oh, yeah, I'm a lift driver, but we could do it off the clock. And yep, yep. yeah, next thing you know, they're, but they yeah, let so it go I on see... for tons of time. Yeah, I mean, till, kind of... till, till this week. From 2009. Yeah, these, <laughs> yeah, but these, yeah, but these companies are so far behind with anything, so it doesn't surprise me. One bit. Yeah, Plus, I it know. could be it could it could be they've been getting a lot of recent cases where 
they're like, well, they had a lift sign. And, you know, then they say, well, show us what the lift sign looks like. And, well, that's not our official sign or, you know, something like that. And then that's where it probably led to it because of, you know, issues like that. You know, the articles I've been reading, it's weird. The reason that led to it, you'd think it would be a driver incident, but it seems to be that incident that happened this weekend in, I think it was San Antonio where the- Yeah, where uh, she jumped out the whip. No, no, where's the drive, where the passenger shot the driver. Yeah, yeah, because she thought the driver was taking her to Mexico. (laughs) Trying to kidnap her, yeah. I I mean, to me, I was like, dude, first of all, you, I mean, I get trying to be safe and you and I have done safety things before, but why would you shoot the driver? I mean, if you get to the Mexican border, they're not going to let you over. You yeah. just are like, that guy kidnapped me. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. And you're exactly. going to have like squads of people coming in to help you. So it's, yeah. you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like that was, I mean, I'm, again, fly on the wall, but I feel like that was one of those situations where that the drive i mean clearly the driver didn't deserve it he was a true yeah. uber driver and whatnot but i mean like where do you get off carrying a gun and just making a a, yeah. a brash decision like i'm gonna shoot him yeah well there was that incident too bobby shared with me where the chick jumped out of the car yeah yeah. Guy with yeah yeah gary and i were talking about that last week and then there was a one about two months ago that gary thought i was talking about last week where a chick jumped out on the highway yeah I mean, these people are like tucking and rolling. They're like, I'm in danger. Well, you don't jump yeah. out at 45 miles an hour. Then you are in danger. Yeah. You're, 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 <laughs> yeah. You're going you're gonna to be kind of part of the scene there at that point. <laughs> but um, yeah, to anybody, I don't know if anybody does, but even if anybody has ever bought, um, cool, like you want cooler signage for rideshare and whatnot, if you've ever bought it, I would even say go as far as to help that Etsy creator out before they go after Etsy and, and email them and tell them, hey, guys, they're cracking down on this stuff. Yeah. Be careful. I mean, you don't have to tell them to shut their stuff down. Just give them the warning if you've ever bought anything because these people don't mean harm, but I think it's starting to cause problems or Yeah, know, plus it a, could be a tra- it could be a trademark thing too, using their name without their permission by making a sign that says Uber Lyft. Yeah. False, totally. false, I guess you could say false advertising. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Putting these off the wall things on there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I mean, then I just go back to why didn't it matter when all the problems were starting in 2014, 15? <laughs> like... Well, but then, but see, the, it could be too. The states are cracking down on it. I know the TNC here. You are not allowed to have anything but official stickers right. on your car. They don't even like that one light lift gave you to put in the center that like egg oval yeah, yeah. shape thing. They didn't even want that in your window. They wanted official stickers. The airport wanted only official stickers. So it could be something where the states are cracking down on them too because you got all these weird signs. Nobody actually knows what a true Lyft driver is because all these weird signs and stuff. It could be something like that as well. So before we jump into the Uber teen thing, one other safety feature I have, and you just kind of hit on it. I wasn't going to bring it up today, but I'd, I'd already thought about this before, maybe even talked about it, but why don't those Lyft official stickers just have a little QR code in the bottom? Like when they send me mine, why doesn't it just, I mean, that costs them nothing. Why doesn't it just have a little QR code? That person could walk up and just scan it. Yep, that's your car. Yeah, because I think I think Uber was trying to do something out with the QR code, wasn't it? Where they had you put it in your window or something, and the passenger could scan it or something. If well, I in, in Europe, you wear a badge uh-huh. or you wear a lanyard. And that lanyard has a, uh, um, 
a QR yeah. or not a QR, but it has a little uh, chip in it that tells the, the rider, yes, this is your car. Yeah, it's weird here, too, because you would think maybe because the states implement, you have a business license, you have a TNC number, all this, you would think they would issue you a badge. That wouldn't be a bad idea. You get, you get a TNC number, you get a badge with your picture, with your number on it, and maybe, like you said, a QR code so the customer can see it, or you show the customer what makes you, you – this makes me an official Lyft driver and says, rideshare driver this is my number through the state this is my business license number and all that stuff it's not something they should they couldn't you know implement if they wanted to yeah and also let's be honest as much as many of us don't like cabs they all keep their thing flipped down with their cab license showing yeah it's all yeah it's right there on their dashboard so it's got their picture all their info yeah so i mean like you can with smartphones these days you can take a picture if you're feeling sketchy i mean that kind of stuff to me makes me feel safer i don't know yeah exactly exactly i mean if i'm gonna even as a rider i don't feel in danger often but or really ever but i mean like I would feel a lot better if their information's up there because then I know like, dude, okay, you're risking your information for this. Like, well, not only that, you would think the state should, the state should have some means of knowing who is who, you know what I'm saying? Because I have an old light for Lyft. I have the stickers for Lyft. What's to stop me from going, what's to stop me from going downtown and just slapping it on my car? You know, this way, if the TNC ever wants to go by and actually physically check, Here's my badge, blah, blah, blah. They could zap you and be like, okay, you're a legit driver. Move along or whatever the case may be. Plus the state would tackle down on the fake ones and they'd be able to write severe tickets for those who are on the platform who have not updated their credentials. Or they'd be able to say, okay, that's a $500 ticket. So the state would be making money. (laughs) Well, I, I I know the taxi cab authority does do stings out here. On those gypsy cab type rideshare drivers, yeah. So you know that, that could end you up in jail too. So, but I'm sure know, there's but, I'm sure there's Lyft and Uber people in Vegas who are not who who have even been maybe deactivated who are still out there pulling rides like you. Oh said. yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm somebody sure. just canceled on me. Why? You need a ride somewhere? Now I'm out here. <laughs> I'll hook you up. And somebody's like, yeah. yeah, sure. I just need to go back to the hotel. And I'm sure there's even gypsy cabs who aren't doing bad things, who are just yeah. like pissed they got deactivated. So they're like, okay, well. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll still just work it. Yeah, you got those people out there that'll just do it for, you know, oh, what did they charge you? $50? I'll do it for $20 and I'll take you right down the road. Yep. And nobody's going to question that. We get like, oh, shit, that's $30 off my ride. I'll just jump in this one. He has the official lights and everything on here. He has everything official. They don't know the difference. And most of the time when they're drunk out here in Vegas, they don't know the difference. They're not even paying attention. No. You know, they're looking I've, for a black I, card. I, I can't tell. The amount of articles I read that say that a friend like carries somebody out to a car. Exactly. You know, like this person got so hammered. We had to, I called the Uber for him and I threw him in the back. Okay. Well, that's the most, that's the evilest thing you could do to a friend. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how many times they'd be like, I'm looking for a black Altima. This is a silver Sentra. I don't know why you would even come to my car. So they're just, they're just not there. You know, they're drunk cost. They don't, they don't know the difference. So they don't even pay attention to that, no. you know? So, but, um, we'll get to the transparency thing here in a minute, but I wanted to, I wanted to at least talk about this, uh, Uber teen thing, because I know Roy and I have done three now safety videos, um, where we talk. Cause th- when I first came on to YouTube, I'd been doing the audio podcast for a while. And I, I think I, I think I kind of, uh, attracted to Roy's channel because he was at that time, he was kind of like me. He was hitting up safety all the time, 
You know, you were talking about a lot of safety stuff and what people are doing wrong. And that's what I was doing on the audio podcast sites. So when it came over here, I'm like, this guy's talking about the same stuff as me. Yeah. So, but I think it's like crucially important. And one thing I've said this, I don't know how you feel, Roy, but I've said this is that, look, Uber and, and Lyft make tons of mistakes. They make tons. They, they try out things in markets. It doesn't work. So they try five markets. They just get rid of it or else they try out something. It's horrible. And they decide to launch it everywhere. But nonetheless, um, Uber has always said, so has Lyft, no unaccompanied minors. With all of the changes they have, that's always been a thing. And I've, I've always been proud of that because there's always a, a very dark gray area yes. on how it will be handled. And I want to actually go a step farther before we jump into this, because I talked about this on the audio podcast just yesterday, which was I actually took the time to call three insurance companies here in Denver yesterday or last week to make the piece for yesterday. And what I did was I just asked them. I just asked them, look, I'm not looking for a bid because if you guys want to, if you guys have a, a policy and you have the right rideshare policy, you'll still want to call your agent. I didn't want to call mine. I just wanted to call three randoms. And, and normally they need some information, social, all that to pull up a rate for you. But I said, I don't need a rate. I just want a question answered. So um, three insurance companies, two, one of them had never had an incident with any of their rideshare drivers, but they offer a policy. So I'm going to take him out of the mix because he didn't really have a lot to say. So out of the other two, um, what they told me was that, well, I said, how do you feel about Uber Teen and your drivers doing this if they're carrying the correct insurance through you? And they said, both of the other people said, I have no clue what Uber Teen is. Yeah. Okay. So I explained it. I said, listen, you, I said, you have your driver covered. Um, there's phases zero, one, two, and three. And three is being the most important phase. That's when you are picking up the passenger, they're getting into your car and you're taking them to the destination. That is phase three. And what both of the two insurance agents who have had run-ins with Uber um, insurance said to me was that, well, um, yeah, but in phase three, Uber has it. Uber has it covered. And I said, to one of the people, I said, you know, have you ever had an insurance run-in with Uber? And they said, well, we've had two drivers um, who weren't at fault and Uber took care of both those. So yeah, no harm, no foul. So they did, again, not a lot of input, but from that third one, here was the input that I do have is that he has had five rideshare incidents, two of which were, or these are all phase three incidents too, with the passenger in the car, two of the five Uber said, Nope, it didn't meet our criteria. We're not going to be paying that. And so he, he ended up paying partial or like if it was an accident, I didn't get into, I mean, he couldn't give them all either. But if they got in an accident, he was covering the driver as much as he could, but he couldn't do the whole thing. And just weird scenario. But I mean, if you do two out of five, that's 40%. That means 60% are being covered by Uber telling you that they got you covered in phase three. How many times do you think Uber teens going to be covered in phase three? Well, as long as it, well, as long as it's the actual, it's the actual teen ride. Like I would assume they're going to have specific people only that can do it. Um, I can't see them letting every Uber driver do Uber teen. That's me because I would assume you're going to have to go through stricter background checks, um, stricter, uh, you know, all that stricter background check. Your driving record is going to have to be double checked. I would assume they would do that. They probably won't. You know how they are. They'll just throw everybody on there. But as far as the insurance goes. 
as long as they're a passenger in the ride in the in the car, it shouldn't matter whether it's a teen or an adult. Um, the only the only thing it's going to I see open up an issue is on Uber's part when it comes to insuring, because I'm sure there's been many incidences where a teen has been in an accident, an unaccompanied teen in an Uber, and at that point it was against their terms of service, so they didn't have to cover you. And so they now, if, yeah. if they allow the unaccompanied minors, now it opens them up to more insurance claims on Uber's half. Um, so I think I, so. I, that doesn't make sense to me that you would put yourself at extra risk by adding the teen element um, to it, because now you just opened yourself up for more lawsuits. Whereas before, Uber could just say, hey, you broke terms of service. It's all on you. You know what I'm saying? And as far as your own insurance, car insurance, they really don't care. Um, because it's a passenger in your car, so they're going to have to cover it regardless because it's a passenger in your car. Whereas Uber can just say, nope, you broke our terms of service, no unaccompanied minors, we don't cover anything. Yeah. And to, and to be honest, that is that is what it comes down to, is that Uber has a 100 checkpoint list saying it's kind of like their way to get out of paying. Yeah, exactly. Did exactly. any of these they're, happen? Because if they did, we're not paying. Yeah, exactly. They'll do anything. Uh, oh, you have one brake pad smaller than the others? Yeah, that we're not covering you. Right. So, or, yeah, do or any, the accident do was your fault and the child died, they're not going to cover you. Or if the child <laughs> goes home and says sexual assault to their parents, they're not going to cover you. Yeah, exactly. And good luck with that one, by the way, guys, because that actually happens already where people, when they weren't supposed to be taking teens and they did, and the teen accuses them. That's, that's, yeah. I, I hate to say this, you guys, but that's it. That's your life. You will be paying that off for life. Yeah. And even then, you still won't pay it off, but you'll be paying that family for the rest of your life. Well, that yeah, they could sue you civilly, I guess, but that would be following under a criminal thing at that point. Yeah. I don't see how, you know, they could sue Uber to try to sue Uber because they put a criminal behind, but they always just, hey, our background check, he passed it. And, and we all know when it comes to those kind of situations, that can happen at any time, anywhere. Um, somebody could just flip out and do something nasty to a passenger and they could have had 25,000 rides under their belt prior to doing it. So th that, that's one of those really hard things. I think that you could, you can't really predict that kind of stuff. No. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can't predict it, so. but you can go off the stats a little bit and 20 I've, I've looked 23 startups have started up in this country in the past, I don't know, seven, eight years of companies that want to transport children only. Only one is still around, Hop, Skip, Drive. That's it. Yeah. That one's still around, but all the rest went under. And it, and all of the rest had ma massive databases of, of customers. They were doing great. But what happened was weeks in or whatever, the insurance company came back to him and said, wait a minute, you're going to have to pay three times as much. Yeah. This isn't, yeah, we can't. Yeah, because that, that's a high risk. That's a high risk endeavor you're doing right there. You know, because like I said, once one that team is you know, done something nasty to that team. Yeah. Your, your company is on the line for any damages, emotional, physical, anything. So yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge um, liability when you do that. And it, and every one of the other ones, 22 businesses all went out of business. As soon as the insurance yeah. rates went up that much, they're like, we can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, I don't know how uh, hop, skip, jump probably has a lot more money than the others, but nonetheless, yeah. If you go try and start this kind of company, it's not going to work, and you're going to get shut yeah, well, down because well, of insurance. That, that, that seems kind of strange to me in the first place that you want to do kids only in the first place. That's weird to me in the first place. 
Um, yeah. If you're gonna do if you're gonna do a rideshare company of any kind, it should be all passengers, not just specifically on teams. That kind of, that kind of weirds me out, bro. Like I'm like I, it almost makes me wonder. Like what's up with the guy who's starting this? Is he kind of already on that weird you know side or something where he just wants to do kids only? That yeah, that that's weird to me. So. Like all free candy vans with like a video camera. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like it's kind of weird to me. It's like, come in my, I got candy. You want to come in my van? Yeah, I don't, I don't. That, that's kind of weird to me. That's kind of weird. To me. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I can um, see offering it as a, a as an extra option that like you could have your kid in there, but but even then, it's still I want kids only. I don't know about that. Yeah, and I, you know, I mean, I, the way I was reading this Uber teen thing too, it's like the parents have to give the consent. So maybe that's where Uber gets off because they're like, oh, you consented to have your kid screwed over. I don't care. You know, it's like yeah. maybe. But at the same time, it's like the, you know, Uber has like put out all these safety measures that they call safety measures. Like, hey, if any, you know, you'll be able to monitor your kid's ride. Okay, well, what if the person takes the phone and throws it out at a movie theater? Yeah. You're gonna think your kids at the damn movie theater. Yeah, exactly. Well, well not know, only that, the, the only reason I think, yeah, the reason I think Uber is doing it is because, like you just said, every other company is not doing it except one. So it's an untapped market, and we know Uber has endless amounts of money. So you know they don't even care about their adult passengers at the end of the day. So what makes you think they're gonna uh, worry about teens? It's all about money to them, and if they see a market just all these other companies went out of business. Well, they have the capital to do it. They see hop, skip, jump gets away with it and they're doing okay. Why not tap into that market? I'm surprised they haven't done it sooner, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's because, look, if you look at, there was a stat that came out that I think Uber, Uber just drooled over, which was that only 25% of 16-year-olds have driver's licenses these days. That's down from like 54% before the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, so I think what Uber did is said, hey, man, kids aren't getting their license anymore. We should we should lure them in early <laughs> and get them hooked. On exactly. That. Exactly. And a, and a lot of people don't want to drive anymore because it's just easier to grab a lift. It's like, why do I pay all the car insurance? Why make a five hundred dollar car payment when I could just, you know, if I could take lifts or Ubers all month long for three hundred dollars. Why would I want to pay a five hundred dollar car payment, two hundred dollars car insurance? So some people, and, you know, they just rather not deal with that. They just say, I'll just call it Uber, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, is don't stick your 13 year old in it. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of a mixed thing. I, I don't, I wouldn't do it myself if it was my kids, mm -hmm. because like I said, I already know the risk. Anything can happen. I don't know that fucking driver. At um, all. You know? So, you know, you have adults that are like freaked out when they get in your car and it's like, <laughs> So I could imagine a kid. Um, okay, and kids, kids don't have comp. Kids don't comprehend shit until it's too late. Let's be honest with you. As mm -hmm. an adult, if you see something shady with your driver, you can comprehend that a lot faster than a kid is. Kid's gonna be on his phone in the back seat, not paying attention. So yeah, there's a lot of variables that could could add up to a disaster when it comes to that. Plus a 13, 14, like my son is a little older, so he would he would tell somebody to screw off or whatever, but. A 13, 14, 15 year old is probably going to be very responsive to somebody who's driving, even if they don't know them saying, Hey, shut yeah. up. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just going to do whatever they're told. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you know, exactly. I mean, whereas we would be like, you shut up, man. 
You know, yeah, like, you're gonna get slapped. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get slapped. Yeah, you're gonna get a fifth upside the back of the head. <laughs> so I, I think it also goes to what you were saying about like these with the kid transportations. Like who, what kind of drivers will be doing these? Yeah, I mean, I already looked. You're not going to get paid much more. Yeah, it's like what's the extra precaution you're taking as far because we all know all TNCs depending on state to state or whatever, they all have different regulations as far as what you can do to drive. Like you can be a bank robber and drive for Lyft. You could, you could do some, you could have murdered somebody and probably still be able to drive for Lyft in some states. So, so what's the, where's the extra precautions you're taking with these drivers that you have? And, and that's, yeah, there's, it's weird, man. It's granted. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big of a background check you do, how, you can fingerprint them. You can run them to the FBI, Quantico, whatever you want to do. Still not going to change that. There's going to be a situation where it's going to happen regardless. So. In my Uber app, just so you know, Uber Teen is in there now. And Uh-oh. it's just like Uber Pet. It's just a toggle switch. Oh, wow. No, I don't want these. Sure, I'll take kids. That's all it is. I mean. Yeah, see, that, 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 that to me is that's. And, I, I, from what I hear, hop, skip, jump does go through extra hoops with vetting their drivers. So yeah, mm-hmm. just to let anybody, yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know. And a lot of those companies that failed that were doing kids were also, all of their drivers were W2. Yeah. So there was nothing wrong with the drivers. They actually probably went through very hardcore background checks to get yeah. a W2 position, but it just, <laughs> nothing, nothing fixes it. It just, it just doesn't. I am. Yeah. You're just, as far as I can see, Uber just opening up to huge liability and more bad press, in my opinion, with that. So So with that said, you guys, we're going to move into transparency here, but I did want to, I just wanted to say, I I really hope all of you, I personally hope all of you don't do this, but if you choose to, I mean, really, 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 please call your insurance. Even if you never have to this day, call them because maybe that will be a wake up call for you when they're like, we're not going to cover you for nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and, not to, and not to mention any driver that decides to do this, that one false accusation can cost you your life because yeah. the, poli- the police aren't going to take it lightly. They're going to assume hey, you, you raped a kid or you, you molested a kid. You're going to be sitting in jail. You're going to have that, that stigma that you're some kind of predator. Yeah, yeah dude, no, that, that's a no, 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 in my opinion. So that's not something they're going to play with. They're not going to play with Look, nobody wants to go to jail, but you definitely don't yeah. want to go to jail under those terms. Yeah. You don't want to be locked up next to Joe murderer with some kitty, <laughs> kitty stuff on your paper, whether you did it or not, yeah. you don't want that stigma because that's yeah. going to stick on your record. And Oh yeah. You don't want that. That's no, not so no. Um, so yeah, I see. I'm going to say hi to the chat real quick. Cause it looks like okay. they're, as always, they're having their own discussion, but, um, Hey Daphne. And I don't know if you're here. I saw that you posted that a while ago and Xander, I see you're back with your popcorn and whatnot. Um, <laughs> what's up, Wesley? Um, Brandon says that Roy can't speak on the gig apps. Yes, he can. Yeah. <laughs> he, he understands this. Look at, you don't have to do DoorDash every day to understand what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's look, we, yeah. you can open up a newspaper and see all the people getting killed all the yeah. rates dropping. And then he's Roy's and all this stuff. He knows what, what we're being yeah. paid. He knows what's going yeah. on. Yeah. You, you, you got to do 25,000 <laughs> deliveries a, a year to be able to be able to talk about hitting accept and decline. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, some of this is just, I mean, we should be able to 
just common, yeah, common, common sense. sense. Exactly. Um, what's up, Daryl? What's up, Bobby Gator? Um, and what's up, Brandon? I think I just pointed out your thing, but I didn't say hi. Um, what's up, Joe? What's up, Gary Middleton? Christine, how are you? Uh, Marissa, how are you? Ricky Knight, what's up? Cruising Dasher, Aaron, how are you? Um, Weed Dash, what's up? <laughs> I always love that he puts, yeah, <laughs> they call me Weed Dash. <laughs> uh, Rideshare Road Warrior Rick, what's up? Uh, Mary Poppins, uh, Gigan up in, C- uh, up in uh, Minnesota, um, Steel in Tennessee, in, ten- in Nashville. Um, who else is in here? Uh, Hulk, Hulk Smash, I'm not sure I know who that is, but um hey everybody so thank you thank you for joining and uh the main thing about today that we were going to talk about was transparency because i think roy was watching um what i was doing with stephanie and and there's a reason why i am because i sit with roy i don't want any regulations at all none okay but between the states and these companies, they've done some pretty bad things and, and they should have really worked together to make some things happen before we got to this point. Um, but I will mention this um, before we jump into is that three years ago, um, yeah, three years ago, exactly right now, we were all in lockdown or we were all to- told to be in lockdown, which soon led to all this other crap and doing, you know, just kind of like government retention making sure that they they have what they want and control measures um but we saw rideshare in one day go from what it was to zero there was no rideshare we saw delivery go from pure crap to off the charts with hundred dollar cash tips and we saw even slowly the emergence of instacart and shipped and they were doing a lot better with the groceries now i'm watching all these people who are wondering you know are we in the summer slowdown I, of course we're in the summer slowdown but i also think that and I think most people can agree with this about, about a year, year and a half ago, food delivery peaked. I mean, it's, is it going in a crash downhill? No, but it's going downhill level, downhill level. Yeah. I mean, it's look guys. I mean, like it's not a necessity anymore. Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest with you, that's the drivers, the drivers, I'm not, you know, I don't push punches. That's just being dumb. You know, I started doing it early enough before the pandemic. Um, it was all, it was always like this. It was always due to orders. Um, you were waiting a long time to get your orders. You had to cherry pick to get the good orders. So, so to sit there and think, okay, we had this ex- extraordinary event that happened called the pandemic. Everybody's on lockdown. Everybody's on this. You can't go anywhere. And, and for some reason, I don't understand why people can, can't understand. Okay. We're not in that situation anymore. So why are you still expecting to get those same kind of numbers you were getting back then? Um, yeah. it, it makes no sense to me. It, it, it's especially it's with dumb. if you're in a swimming two times pool, as many five, drivers now as during the pandemic. Yeah, if you got five <laughs> feet of water, yeah, it's like if you got five feet of water and you jump in the pool and smack your head, and all of a sudden for a year and a half they fill it up with twelve feet of water, and you jump in and don't smack your head. Guess what? When it goes back to five feet, you're gonna jump in and smack your head. It's that simple of a concept. Like, I don't understand it. That, oh, yeah. oh the pandemic, oh, oh, we should still be getting this. No, because people are going back to work now. They're mm-hmm. having to pay their bills that they weren't having to pay. Remember the rent moratoriums, all this stuff. They had an exorbitant amount of uninsurance employment where you were getting four times the amount of your number unemployment. 
Uh, so they had exorbitant amount of money. They don't have that anymore. They're back to doing their nine to fives, making that same money they were making prior. So for people to get this idea, like, oh, it should still be the same. You're just dumb. You're just dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's constantly, all of them are changing. You know, that's, yeah. this is this, and this is why I've moved to last mile. This is why I get up at four 30 in the morning though, guys too. You know, there's part of like, and that I know Roy loves this because he always talks about, do you have control? So now he would say, well, you don't have control because you're getting up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> but you know what I will say is that I still do have control, but I have I have adjusted my whole life to get up at 4.30. You know, I go to, I now go to bed earlier. <laughs> and yeah. it's not because I'm over 50, you guys. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, so that's why, so that's what makes me laugh when people say, oh, well, I can just put on anytime I want. No, you can't. You got to make sure it's available in your market to turn it on unless you're a top dasher where you get to dash now. Anytime. Other than that, you're having a schedule, which is, like I said, no different than me getting a schedule from Domino's is no different than you having to schedule yourself. So this whole idea, well, I can do it whenever I want. No, if we've noticed any good driver, they have a schedule. I got to do the lunch shift. I got to do the dinner shift. So it's no different than working a regular schedule. So in some respect, in that respect, you're being controlled by the customer as well as the app because the customers are dictating, okay, Rodeo's got to get up at 4.30 if he wants to get our deliveries, you know? And so the thing, the, about, the thing about the difference with me though, guys, in this space is that I, the night before I'm locking down like three. So I've got three, lo- I already know these three are going to pay me a good amount of money to get up yeah. at four 30 in the morning. Yeah, exactly. That's why usually by like 11, 12, a lot of times I'm home for the day. Yeah. I'm done. I do. Yeah. I do computer and website stuff and all this other stuff because I'm done. I've, I've made what a lot of you guys, no offense, but what a lot of you guys make in a 12 hour day. Yeah. Because I'm getting up at four 30 and out on the road at five. Yeah. You know, I have, de- and these are deliveries that have to go out. They're high paying gigs. Cause there's, crews and teams of people waiting on 800 pounds of pain like they're literally waiting for me when i pull up so you might not think that you're controlled by the app but you're controlled by your customers because if you don't have a busy you know you you don't have a busy dinner shift you're not making money because you're not going out in the morning because we all know breakfast sucks so you're not making your money you relying on those those people to order dinner so in other words you're still being controlled by the customers if even if you don't think you're controlled by the app, pretty much yep. the customers are controlling you at that point. So, but see, I, that's what I don't mind because being in the service industry and all the, if you want to be an entrepreneur, I don't mind the, the customers always control you. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you're going to get your yeah. money. You know, you yeah, need to whole, pitch customers this, this, correctly. But the, and... the whole mindset that gig workers think they are in control of everything that once again, it goes back to, you're just dumb. You're not looking at it like a true business owner. If a true business owner ain't going to open his business 24 hours a day, if he's only getting from nine to five business. And that's what these people don't seem to understand. That's why, oh, I can turn it on whenever I want. No, you don't. Then why are you working these specific shifts all week long? If you can just do it whenever you want. So that's just, once again, it's just dumb to me that some people don't have that mindset that they could understand that kind of stuff. You know and I mean? It's like, I'll put it in the bar industry perspective too. Like you never wanted to be the guy at the bar who was the three o'clock open. Yeah. Because you were going to have like one drunk customer come in from three to five and that's it. Yep. You're opening yep. the bar and you got this drunk yelling at you in your ear. Yeah. 
you know it's like yeah. i'm trying to get yeah. the bar open shut up like yeah it's just like it's just like it's just, it's just like the strip club uh strip club industry yeah they're open 24 hours but when you go in early guess what they got the doo-doo girls because they know they ain't going to have a good customer base they know they're not going to have their premier customers first thing in the morning so they're not going to have the finest girls available they right. wait till they know they're going to have the highest clientele then they bring in the hotties yeah. So it's, 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 it happens in every industry and people need to understand that, you know? Yeah. Um, so as to transparency, moving on to this though, and that's some of what's happened in the industry. And I know we all know this, but I think Roy was watching what I was doing with Stephanie and he's going, what the hell is he doing? Why is he trying to get regulations? And here's why guys, in a nutshell, there is regulations coming regardless. I don't want regulations. I never have. However, things have gotten so out of control and because, and I'm glad that the pro act died. I'm glad there isn't a national thing standard that everybody's supposed to be following. However, it has left all of the States on their own to make their own decisions on how they want to deal with this. So we got Seattle offering a dollar 50 or whatever it is, a mile and 40 cents a minute to every rideshare driver. Okay. Well, they kind of pulled that under the taxi and limousine commission and said, well, this is what they make. So why shouldn't these, there was a little sense there, but then you got States like Minnesota saying, we want to be paid the same as Seattle, same rates. It was 30 cents a minute, but it was like a dollar 45 a mile. So pretty much the same, but it's a third of the cost of living there. Why didn't, if they're going to go for a number, go for a more realistic one. Colorado <coughs> is the only state that is pushing regulations that don't have a number attached to them. And I have said to Stephanie many times, I'm saying, look at my only two things are there better be no union backdoor traps and, and there, you know, and there better be no side dealings going on about what this is. Because for those of you I've talked about before, but I, I leave one part out sometimes. So what this bill is, is it just says, look, the, the transportation companies have to provide complete transparency on the orders they send out, but they have to provide it to the driver. They also have to provide it to the customer. The customer finally gets to see a line item breakdown of where that money goes because every customer thinks the drivers are overpaid, period. Like yeah. you guys make a ton of money. No, we don't. Have you, do you have any idea what I get of that? You don't know. Um, so people are just misinformed. So part of it was to inform them. The other portion was the right to wrongful deactivation. I believe that we should have that because we're now we're seeing wrongful deactivations go on left and right. And there's, they don't have yeah. to tell you anything. Yeah. yeah but let's look at the percent. And that's a, that's one of the things that got me too, was the wrongful deactivation. What percentage of those do you think are actually wrongful term? Where is the numbers to prove that all these people are being wrongfully terminated? Because right. we all know nobody in this gig world is perfect. And we all know there's a lot of gig workers out here that lie about what they've done or what they're doing. And then you find out three months down the road, oh, I did this. Well, no wonder why you were deactivated, why you were crying the whole three months that you were wrongfully deactivated. So without the numbers to say, okay, what is the percentage of wrongful terminations or deactivations? There is no number for that. So, right. and- and when the minute you sign on that dotted line, it says we can deactivate you for whatever we feel like. At that point, it doesn't matter if it's wrongful or not. It's just like any at-will state. I could walk into Domino's. They say, you're fired. They don't have to give me a reason. 
So it's no different. So I don't know why people have this idea that well, the, one, the minute they're deactivated, whether they think they did something wrong or not, you signed on a dotted line and you lost that privilege. When you yeah. signed on a dotted line, you lost well, that privilege. You checked so the box. To, yeah, you checked the box, whatever it was. <laughs> so to sit there and cry and whine and now I want to get the government involved in it because uh, you're, you're causing more problems just because you didn't want to accept the fact that, hey, I signed, I hit the box. Now I got to suffer the consequences of whatever I did wrong or, and, and we already know 99% of the time when you're so-called wrongly deactivated, it comes out down the line that, yeah, you were doing some stupid stuff and you got caught and now you're deactivated. It, it's like the whole Bud Soda thing. Remember everybody's like, Oh, Bud Soda, got, Bud Soda, he's dead. And then it comes out, he's taking six, seven orders at a time and he's causing, yeah. So come on, we, we know sooner or later. Uh, so that whole thing, wanting to get government involved because you know you don't understand the fact that you signed your right away or clicked the box that signed your rights away, that you could be deactivated for any time. Once again, you're dumb. You're not comprehending what you're either not reading or what you're signing. And I don't have sympathy for those people. So. No, I think the biggest argument that Stephanie's making is, and the reason that it's a direct attack on DoorDash, it you know obviously they would want to apply this to other gigs if they win. But here's the bottom line: the reason that it's directly applied to DoorDash is because DoorDash has gone to a 100% AI deactivation system. So if you're familiar with artificial intelligence, the programmers of artificial intelligence stick it into the system, and then after that, what does it do? It learns. So the, yeah. the programmer tells it, hey, listen, we need you to deactivate people that do this, 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 and this, and this, and this. But that doesn't mean AI doesn't get in there and add things. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, I don't like the way that happened. And they're deactivating yeah. you. And now the programmers can't figure out. But here's the thing. If you think that, well, why doesn't DoorDash get that under control? Here's why. They don't want to. They want to be able to say, I don't know why you, the, the AI deactivated you. I have no clue. Yeah complete i mean because now they're not even lying they don't know they don't know they don't know why you're deactivated but we've we've also seen where there's been people that have been deactivated that call discuss blah why am i deactivated and then they're back on the platform so apparently there is a way to hopefully get yourself back on the platform if you can get the people to understand what you did or what you didn't do yeah. Uh, my thing, when it comes to transparency, I would like to know, which I think they should give you, is who did what. Uh, you know, yes, there could be consequences. You go beat the customer up, whatever the case may be. But it gives you more of an idea of what you did. Like when you sit there and deactivate me and I did 14 deliveries that day, I'm thinking to myself, well, what delivery did I mess up on? You know, you have no clue on that. So transparency in that, you're going to have to outweigh the risk of me going and beating up the customer or whatever <laughs> to at least let me know where I messed up or what I did, you know, mm -hmm. and what customer it was. That's where I think they need to show transparency in my personal opinion. Yeah. Cause otherwise the other problem too, is that if you get deactivated and you have somebody who only works DoorDash and they are like feeding their family on it. <laughs> and if they are the type to go want to beat up a customer, they're going to come to their own conclusion on who did it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure gonna... it was that one guy, my third trip tonight. Yeah. I know it was yeah. him. Yeah. And they might be beating up the wrong customer. That's they might exact, go beat yeah, up exactly. Their... Yeah. You know, so they don't know. So that to me makes more sense to be transparent in that way, because then it also gives you an opportunity in your app to go through. Well, they said you didn't drop off their food. Well, here's the, I have it in my thing. You should be able to look into my Texas and you can see the picture of me handing it to the customer, me handing it to the door when they said they didn't get it. 
Then, yeah. then you have a way to give your evidence that you didn't do something wrong. But if you're just taking, you're just getting a guess to be, okay, you just, somebody called and said you didn't give them the food. Well, I did 14 deliveries, 15 deliveries. Which one said that? Because I can prove if I did it or not. I have messages. I have pictures. I have all that of who, who's, you know, got what. So, yeah, that transparency in that re regard, that should be transparent to me. I, you know, and I never understood why, because this is a simple fix. Why on earth doesn't it just have for the DoorDash customers? If it look in Europe during the pandemic, they didn't even allow leave it door. You still yeah. had to hand it to the person because yeah. they were like, that's food. It shouldn't go in the dirt. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's just gross to me. It should never go on the ground. Um, I didn't even like it when I had my W-2. I didn't like putting food on the ground. It's gross. Oh, it's you gross. got bugs. You got animals. You got, yeah, it's just Sprinklers. gross. Sprinklers. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's just gross. Yeah. But it's I mean, like so, so why can't it be leave it? And then when the customer gets it, the customer just either checks a box. Yes, I received it or signs their name or whatever through the app. Yeah. And, because and that's because then bet. the driver waits outside and until that checkbox is okay, they checked it, they got it. Yeah. Now I mean, you don't I mean, even, now you don't even need pictures because if they don't yeah. get it, you can be like, wait, I'm here and I delivered it. Yeah. But that's the unfortunate part on a he said she said. That's all this boils down to. That's all these apps have to go by. Is he said she said, and that's the whole problem. Even even as W two, I could have the perfect order and the customer can still call and say, hey, he was hella rude to me. He did this. He did that. So it's still going to be my word against the customer's word. So it's going to be look at look at this driver's past history. How many times has he been complained that they never got their food? Um, if it's your first one or something, yeah, they can see this is the first time. That's fine. But if you they look at your record and this guy's got 20 complaints that they never got their food, chances are they didn't get their food because you stole it. So there's yeah. ways they could do. I, I but but it's yeah. all a he said she said. Even with the Ubers and Lyfts. It's all he said, she said, um, yeah. and and that 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 is, it, and it doesn't matter how transparent you are. Still, mm -hmm. he said, he said, at the end of the day. No, so, you and I, you and I know, Roy, that people would, people would have you terminated over a six dollar lift ride because they don't want to pay it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're people. They yeah. literally would. That, that's the kind of low lifes that do this crap. Like, yeah, oh, I'll exactly. just have them. I don't want to pay seven bucks. I'll just terminate Roy. I don't care about him. Yeah. So the only way it would be, ever be fixed is if DoorDash or whatever company just sucks it up. Okay, they didn't get their food, pay it off, do whatever. But don't accuse the driver without some kind of proof or, you know, deactivate them. That, that's, if you want to say unfairly deactivated, that's unfairly deactivated because society is full of buttholes. We know this. They suck. And, and DoorDash, I'm sure, is well aware of that. Um, and so, it's like I said, he said, she said, it should always, you should always give your... I guess I can't say give your workers benefit of the doubt, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's I, I, love, I, love, I love Marissa's comment here. Definitely need to make sure the right customer is getting beat up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you just want to do that, you just go beat up the, go beat up six of them and hope you got one in there. That was the right one, but it's all just like going out and playing craps. It's all he said, she said, it says, and you sign, and when you check the box, you got to understand that's that's what you're dealing with. It's just like walking mm -hmm. up to the craps table and throwing the dice or the whatever the, the roulette wheel. You just fling the ball and hope that it doesn't land on a shitty customer. Same thing with the delivery. Just hope that you don't give it to a doo-doo customer and then you don't have a job anymore. So, 
You know, by the way, I've said it to Gary. He just doesn't want to do it. But if anybody has a channel or has ever wanted to make a channel, you could do pretty well just doing TOS updates in 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 late in like layman's terms. Yeah. You know, like, hey, in this TOS update, the two changes you need to be aware of were this. Yeah. You could have a good but channel. Even then you on don't that. even have to do. You don't even really have to do that. You could you could sum it up in a, probably a one minute video. You check the box. You're personally responsible. Suck it up and move on. That, that's all it really is at the end of the day because you're just you're you're just tapping a box and you're giving a company the okay to say yes you can or no you can't yeah so. yeah um but i don't know so i mean would you rather have transparency on the apps or would you rather have some of these other wacko state ideas that are like hey we're gonna pay um, in what we pay well, doctors all, in the state yeah first <laughs> yeah. of all i don't think i don't think transparency really matters at the end of the day um, it's not going to matter whether or not you get deactivated or whatever. It's not going to matter. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day when it comes to making money. Because let's say when I DoorDashed yesterday, every order I got, what they showed me on the app is what I physically got. So that I could I could easily say they're transparent. They're very transparent. Every order I took was the amount they offered it to me. Right. So what? It, so that's another thing we got to understand is what is the percentage of deliveries that so-called have hidden tips. And mm -hmm. without that number, it's hard to say that they're, you, you, they can say, oh, well, I gave, they can show me, they could take my record yesterday, say, look, we were fully transparent. Every order he took, that's what he got paid. So we, yeah. there's no percentage numbers of what order, of, of what orders are actually being hidden tips. And you got place, things like Uber Eats, which they allow you one to tip afterwards, same with mm -hmm. DoorDash now. You can tip afterwards, and they're allowed to take away the tip. So even if they are fully transparent, they say, okay, I'll give you two miles for $45. You go, okay, boom, I got full transparency now. They can still zip that tip right away from you within an hour of that delivery. So what difference does that make? Is that going to make a difference? No, it's not going to make a difference. So what do you see the whole day on the ground? On a double point, this almost supports yours, even though I am pro-transparency, but it almost supports yours. When you were doing dominoes, you never knew what the tip was going to be or if you even were going to get one. I knew the credit card tips were going to be, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I got to see that. But cash tips, it's the same way. It's cash tips. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to get a cash tip. But you still, yeah. because you were employee, you had to take every order. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it I was, didn't matter if you saw it or not because you yeah, were going to have but, to take it. it. But, yeah, but I was also compensated on an hourly basis. So right, right. it's a little bit different, you know. So it's I know, but different. you still had to make all the orders and you still yeah. had to you still had to do them. It's not like, I don't want that one. I don't want that. And that, yeah, I right. mean, we should all acknowledge that causes a big problem, especially in a yeah. global scale like DoorDash in 26 yeah. countries. You know, it's... Yeah. I mean, of course, that's going to cause hiccups when you have people unassigning or not taking an order... But here's my thing. Why not just even, I know a lot of people probably will hate me for this, but I don't care. <laughs> but, um, why not just take away the part that says tip? Like you said yesterday, all of your orders showed what you're going to be paid. Show that and don't show partial tips. Either show the whole tip or don't show any of it. Yeah. Because don't have these people playing a game saying, okay, that's a $6.50 order with a $2 tip. That means there's a hidden tip. I'll take it. Because that shouldn't be how it's done either. Yeah, but then again, you what is the percentage of that? There ain't not been one gig tuber that has done any channel on any channel that can give me a percentage. Yes, you got Pedro. He says, "Oh, I can I can predict all these tips." 
and then he comes on the next day. Oh, oh no, uh, this or he shows it on his live stream or his delivery. Oh no, it stayed the same. What is the percentage? What gig tuber can right now give me a percentage of how many orders that they predicted that there was going to be a hundred percent extra tip? They can't. They can't give you that percentage because they're just going off a guess. It's all a guessing game. You're just guessing. Okay, I've seen this number before with extra tip. I'm going to assume it has an extra tip. And then when it doesn't have an extra tip, you're like, what, what, what? You know, you know, so without these numbers that everybody, no percentage numbers of this or that, we can almost say we're all talking out of our ass at that point because we have no real proof. We have no real proof. Like yesterday, 100% of my orders showed 100% full transparency. Yep. You know, so how can I how can I sit there and say, well, they're not being transparent. Um, every order they showed me was 100% transparent. With so tips, I could do a video too. today. Yeah, so I could do a video today. Oh, DoorDash is 100% transparent. Here's my thing. I showed you all the screenshots. All the orders they gave me were the right amount of money when I clicked them off. So, and, and, how you and, some, and some had that? tips though too. Yeah, so okay. how are you going to argue that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Necro, you're just, I hate to say this, but you're kind of proving the point here. That, like, yeah, paid to drive, put out a cheat sheet. Okay, I'm never going to use that cheat sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because you're just going by, you're going by money to mile anyways. 90%, 99% drivers go by money to mile. So even if you, let's say they give you a three mile for $10, um, and it has extra tip added, it doesn't matter. You would have took that that delivery regardless regardless if there was an extra tip you still would have took it because you would have got your ten dollars for three miles that's what you wanted yeah. so extra tip didn't make it so even if they showed you it was fifteen dollars doesn't matter you would have took it with the ten dollars because it, it meets your your thing we all know if it says two dollars you know there's no tip that's common sense we know this so you can't mm -hmm. sit there and think that oh they're not being fully transparent yeah, they are. They gave you a $2 order. You know base pay is $2. There ain't a tip. So you so you can't say, oh, they're not being transparent. Sure, you got a $2 offer. There's no tip. You know, so. And I mean, I can take it even to being a server or a bartender. And to be honest, a lot, half of my people are close to it were probably regulars. So a regular is different. I know if X person comes in, oh, he yeah. tips good. Or Y yeah, person, exactly. she doesn't tip good, but she's cool. I like her. She's fine. Yeah. I'll also, you know, but then you have all the tables that come in that you don't know. Look, when you're being paid uh, $3 an hour, which is bartender pay or was when I was doing it, when you're being paid $3 an hour and have to take your tips against that, which usually makes your paycheck zero if you're doing good, you're living on tips. Um, I never knew if a 10 top or because we didn't have those added amounts for certain groups or higher. Yeah. I didn't know what they were going to tip me. Were they going to tip me two hours worth of a 10 top in the service I gave them? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, I would hope on a fifty-plus dollar tip on something like that. I've seen tens yeah. and twenties left. Yeah, where I lost a table in my section for two hours to this group that I'm giving tons of attention to, and they leave me ten bucks. Yeah, and I mean, this is to your face. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, and really, is it because you didn't get to see the extra two dollars? Is that really worth getting the government involved when we know the government is garbage? They don't yeah. do anything. They don't do anything good. So you're you're bitching because you didn't get to see an extra dollar or twenty five cents to to now getting your senators involved. To now you're gonna get nothing shown or it's something's gonna fuck up. We know this. Sorry, my language. Sorry. Uh, no, we know that they don't. Anytime a, a politician's involved, 
it gets worse. Let, mm-hmm. Let's just face it. It gets worse. We've seen it over and over again, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. It gets worse. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, so, so deal with not seeing the extra dollars or, or deal with your whole system being fucked up because of a politician. What, 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 what game you want to play? And, and, the, and the thing about what you just said about doesn't matter the political party, I'm going to hit on that for a minute because here in Colorado, Stephanie's bill did not pass because two Democrats jumped ship on her yeah. the day of the vote. They didn't even let it go to the floor. And then when it was looked into, both of those parties have affiliations with DoorDash. Exactly. So, so Democrat Republicans, these people are tied in with these companies mm-hmm. and they will not go against their biggest supporters. They yeah, they're not, not. going to. They're not going against anybody that's giving them extra wallet money. They're not. You know, like if Roy or I donate five dollars to their campaign and then tell them how we want them to run it, they'll just tell us to go f ourselves. Yes. Well, no, they would. <laughs> but if go, you're okay, DoorDash I'll... and you're really supporting that campaign, they're not going to tell you nothing. Yeah, if we if we go give them five dollars, say hey, uh, they'll be like, okay, we'll take a look at it. But if I give them a million dollars, they're going to be like, they'll be on the next day and say, yeah, we we're not going to do anything. We're just going to let you run your company the way you want because you gave me a million dollars, five dollars. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah, I think I think part of the biggest problem is, is that the mass onboardings just left it like, look, these people are going to take these orders regardless. I don't care. We don't need to show them transparency. But the problem is, is that the holdout's been so long now that now every state and I'm talking every state is now scrambling without Proact, which is good. But to make their own, this is what we want now. But what they're asking for is like way out of control. They're asking, I mean, Connecticut, I'm going to use Connecticut for a minute here. Connecticut wants you to make $38 or $36 an hour for active time on multi-apping. So if you, against against all platforms, if you multi-app and you stay active for eight hours, you can be paid 36 an hour. Plus on rideshare, they want you to have $1.40 and they want you to have 20 cents a minute. If you get an airport run for 60 miles in an active hour, you're going to make over $100 that active hour. That's yeah. You're now being paid like a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's going to end up causing these businesses to go out of business because they're not going to be able to keep up with that stuff sooner or later. They're not going to be able to keep up with it. So once again, your, your complaint about not seeing an extra couple of dollars might end up costing you your whole gig app. And you can't even work anymore because the gig app just said, you know what? Goodbye. Just yeah. like what happened in Texas, wasn't it in Texas, Houston, where Lyft and Uber said, "See ya." It was Austin, bolted. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they bolted. They bolted. So yeah. now you, because of a little bit of complaining, uh, and it's not even that you have a right to complain. You hit the box, and, and you signed it away. It's like, why are you even complaining? Like you signed it away. Yeah. Like don't run into a door head on and then complain the door wasn't open. You saw the door was closed. So why'd you run into it? You know, come on. It's common sense, man. It's just common sense. Yeah. I don't and that's know. why I... people hate me. And I think that's why people hate me so much because I don't have that. Give me, give me, give me mindset. And I think no. that's why people hate me so much or they think I'm a company man or I'm being paid by the companies or whatever. No, I, I I'm just going by common sense and re- personal responsibility. That's all I yeah. go by. Yeah. You know, that's all I go by. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, if people hate you, I think they're just kind of, to be honest, if they hate you for the things you say, I think they're just kind of maybe living or they're new to the gig economy or they're living with yeah. blinders on or whatever. They don't want to know. Yeah. Look. Or they've been, or they've been sheltered their whole life and told that they were the greatest at everything. And now somebody comes up and says, no, you're not. You make mistakes like we all do. 
I'm not mm-hmm. your mommy and daddy. I'm not there to pat you on the back and tell you how great you are. No, this is real life. You're dealing with real life issues and suck it up or don't subscribe and move on. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the main, I think the main thing that people should understand <laughs> is that, and I think we've hit on it pretty good is that, look, you could be terminated for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nova was, ter- Nova was deactivated on a day. He didn't even work. He didn't even turn the app on. And when they list, yeah. when they, the, the date he was deactivated, he didn't even have the app on. Yeah. How's that even, I mean, that seems like well, a, if you can't beat that case, no case can you beat. <laughs> well, not only that, but that's another thing these gig tubers don't realize that they watch these channels and all it's going to oh, take yeah. you as a gig tuber is to show that phone that shows an address or shows an approximate address and you're done because the, all they have to do is look at that. Oh, well, I can deactivate him now because he's giving away customer information. You know what I'm saying? That's all they got to see. They all, all they got to see is you break that terms of service where it says uh, you're harassing customers or whatever the case may be. If you show a screenshot saying, look at this garbage customer, he's a piece of shit. They can see that. They can see where that order was going, the approximate location of that. So now you're harassing their customers and you're talking bad about the business and the customer. Goodbye. So you're yep. doing it to yourself by showing it on YouTube because you know they watch it. Dude, the and, CEO did the CEO did a YouTube thing on Rideshare Guy. So you know they're watching it. So to well, sit yeah. there and say that they're not is retarded. Yeah. And the and the other thing too that a lot of people who came in during the pandemic or just before or have only done food delivery space might not remember this, but Roy will. Um, because Vegas was a big place this was happening where in rideshare before the pandemic, people were live streaming their rides all the time. And it was, you were getting deactivated. They were deactivating you yeah. like mad. Like you're done. You're done. You're done. Exactly. exactly. I mean, and if, and if you were smart enough to have a different email tied to your account, they still got your, your YouTube deactivated. Yeah. I mean, yep. so they ended, they basically ended it for you in minutes. I don't know how yep. they were so on top of it, but if you were doing that, they ended it. But well, I mean, they, also so, gotta re- they also got to realize some customers do actually put their picture on the app. So if they look at YouTube, and they, they look at that customer's face, face recognition. They do it to us when we got to. I just had to do it yesterday. Again, I had to do it again yesterday. Verify who I was. Had to take a selfie. So yeah. they got the facial recognition. They could tell that stuff. So come on, man. And they could tell the time. Everything has a time on it. And they don't, they don't want you showing a drunk customer acting a fool in the car. So then people get that idea that, you know, they're, they're, they're disgracing a customer. This is a good customer. They order rides from us. And now this driver just made them look like a total fool because they're throwing up, laughing, giggling, getting half butt naked. So yeah, it's bad. It's bad business. They don't want to see that. Yeah, not at all. And so I guess, you know, Again, I'm looking at the time and I, I'm going to have to take my son here to get his cast off, hopefully. But um, I would say this, you guys, is that, look, I want transparency. I think we all want transparency. But is that going to be the final answer? No. But you can be deactivated for somebody else's background check and yours overlapping by one off social security number. And because it's AI, you now can't challenge it. I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, like maybe you've done nothing wrong at all and that does and i'm sure it drives you mad i'm sure it's like dude i did nothing i didn't even work that day i didn't what do you mean i've got a clean background why did my check come back bad there's just a lot of factors in there that are not these are not perfect companies by a long shot (laughs) and that's and that's the one thing i don't understand you're not a perfect person 
how do you expect this company to be perfect? If you're not a perfect person, you can't read a GPS, right? And you're dropping food off at the wrong house because you don't know how to read Google Maps. How do you expect these companies to be perfect? You're not perfect. So quit expecting everybody else to be perfect when you're not perfect. Because yeah. we're dealing with, we're dealing, Jesus, look how many times you can't even get on stream yards properly or the sound sounds stupid. It's, it's, you're dealing with electronics. You're dealing with an app. You're dealing with millions of people. It's not like just you and DoorDash and one customer. Right. That, oh my goodness, you can't get it right. No, you, you're figuring three million orders a day. Uh, there might be a glitch. It happens. You got a glitch on your phone, and you, when you're not even using DoorDash, and so, DoorDash even goes down from time to time yeah. for twelve hours. Like Vegas could go dark for twelve hours with DoorDash. Yeah, exactly. They, it's, it's things happen, perfect. guys. Yeah, <laughs> quit expecting everybody to be perfect if you're not perfect, and quit asking for things. That's not going to make a difference. And like I said, even if they show the full amount of the order, it doesn't make a difference. You can still get deactivated. Customer can still lie. Um, whatever the case may be, it, it's, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. And, and yeah. going and complaining about it, it'll, it's only going to, like you said, Connecticut. Now you got Minnesota wanting to do it. because Why is that? Because people don't want to accept the responsibility that they check the box. Now you got to go out and do what you wanted to do. So. Well, I, I literally, when I was talking about Connecticut on the audio podcast, I had people emailing in who always do, but saying, dude, I'm going to move to Connecticut. I had to shoot, I had to make, not even reply, but do another piece follow-up on the next week's audio podcast saying, guys, the solution isn't to go there because the customers are going to suffer the brunt. So there won't be as much business. Yep. You're not going to, there's not going to be as many orders. So why would you move there? You're never going to, you're going to get like one active hour per eight. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you got paid 36 bucks for eight hours of work. There you go. And, and that's another thing people got to realize when you don't see tips on orders, guess what? 99% of the time it was because of other dashers or other Uber Eats drivers are the reason why customers aren't doing it. We got a guy and I'm not going to say his name. He, he did it on his channel where he's confronting people for not tipping. You think you don't, you don't think that gig workers are the only ones that watch those videos. Customers see that. You know, is that going to make me want to order not knowing that the guy's going to come up and like sweat me because I didn't give him enough of a tip? No. So dashers and drivers cause probably 95% of their own problems because you got shitty drivers out here, you know? So I think, I think the bigger problem to that point is that people are going to want to try and outdo that person. Yeah, exactly. Other tubers are going to be like, Hey man, I'll go confront people. Yeah. And we just saw it on Pedro's last night. The guy write a big old love letter on the bag about how crappy the customer was. Come on. You know, <laughs> that's just, that ruins it for all of us. It's like, take personal responsibility. You clicked the accept button. You knew there wasn't a tip on it. And now you're going to write a note that, on. come on. Like, how dumb can you be? Like, you took the offer. Why you want to write a poem now that the customer sucks you suck for hitting the fucking accept button in the first place like yeah. i don't know maybe they and do if things get to the i think that if th when things get to that level just just move on to the next app for a while then come back and see if it changes in a few months or, or stop using it you know i've always i say pivot but i also say be willing to pivot straight out of the damn app <laughs> Yeah, exactly. like I'm done. I'm done exactly with this thing, you know. Like, or you, I mean, or I it, or get a W 2 where you are guaranteed at least something every week and use it as a supplemental income instead of trying to, oh, I gotta get this much every week or I'm screwed. Well, there's no guarantee, 
like you said, you could be deactivated the next day. At least on a W two, you still got something there to fall back on. So, I'm, yeah, and and, to, and on that note, I'm going to end with this: is that Van? We all know him. Um, you know, he's always joking, and it's joking, guys. He's always eating other people. Okay, well, yeah. I'll eat it, man. Okay, whatever. Think what you want of the guy, but I had lunch with him last week, and to be honest, um, he real he realized he was doing 50 hours a week before to make X amount of dollars. Now he said, I'm having to pull 80 to make those same hours. So what did he do? He went out and got a 20 hour W2. And now he's working about 30 to 40 hours on the app. So yeah, he's working about 10, 15 more hours a week, but making the same money. But if he wanted to do it just on gig apps, he was going to have to take on another 30 hours a week. Yeah. So that part-time W2 led him to be able to offset and still work the apps. Yeah. Look, we just all have to be willing to pivot and adapt. And I, I can't speak for your market because I don't live in it. Yeah, you know, exactly. I can only talk about Denver. If I talk about other markets, I'm only relaying what others have told me. I don't, if other people yeah. are telling you about markets and they don't live there and it's not coming from another person, I would say be very careful to listening to that person because they don't know. Yeah, they don't know jack shit. Nobody yeah. knows what happens in Vegas unless you live in Vegas. Like, yeah. don't 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 make videos in Florida where you live. Talk about well, Vegas. You know, you ain't here. You don't know. So right. Yeah. I mean, like, and don't go to Vegas. You know, don't don't be like, yeah, I saw the offers. They're all great. Maybe those were strip offers. Have you guys ever been to the strip? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, a food exactly. delivery order where you're used to twenty minutes can take you three hours. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> You know, there aren't people there to help you. You're going to have to park your car in the back behind the casino, walk in, find out what you're doing. And those casinos are mazes. They're meant to make you lost anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I mean, yeah, there's a whole thing there, but I hopefully, hopefully this sheds something. I know we all know it, but sometimes hearing it because I like you, Roy, I hear a lot of people talking a lot of smack that they don't know, that they just don't know, man. Yeah, I get it all the time, bro. Uh, what he doesn't do enough deliveries to talk about it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, I gotta have a twenty-year history of DoorDash to know how to hit an accept and decline button or whatever. Come on, man. I just mean He's the general to... way yeah. these work, though. Look, you're working yeah. them. If they're not working out, pivot, man. Pivot. Yeah, exactly. Don't, exactly. don't try and force the app to make to say I'm going to make this much on this app. Yeah. You're going to do that for me. It's not going to ever do it. Yeah, it's no different than how many times you're going to punch a wall till your knuckles bleed before you stop punching the wall. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. You can put any kind of scenario involved. You're doing mm-hmm. it to yourself. You're personally per- purposely putting yourself in a stressful situation because you want them to change, and we know they're not going to change. And that's the, that's the crazy part. It's like, you don't want to change. You think you're too good to change. Well, they want ice water in hell. They ain't getting it. Trust me. So just <laughs> learn to learn to move on and, like you said, adapt and do other things. There are so many gig apps out there that nobody should be stuck just doing DoorDash. There's yeah. a gazillion apps out there. There's even there's websites that don't want, have yeah. apps. Yeah. You got to go there's to the apps website. Out there. Yeah. There's apps out there if you want to work for a company for eight hours in their office. They have apps yeah. that you can do that. Yep. So if you want you want to sit in the office and shred papers for a company, there's an app for that. There's an app for everything, man. That's what yeah. I understand. So everybody, thank you for joining. Roy, thank you for being here. And uh, everybody, please, you know, listen, just at least in the back of your head, listen to what we're talking about. Because if you think we don't know or you don't know my market, yeah, we don't know your market, but we know how the apps work. So um, 
you know, I know Roy likes to say, uh, you got to create your own destiny. No one's going to do it for you. And I like to say, be safe out there and earn smart. So we'll leave you guys with that. And we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Peace. All right, thanks, guys.